welcome to the segment of Soul Luna Cycle. This is brought to you by Be Simply, and this is a lunar meditation. Segment of Soul Luna Cycles. This is a lunar full moon meditation brought to you by Be Simply. And we are in a month known as May on the 5th of May, for some of you the 6th, if you're listening to this close to real time. And approximately via Kronos time, uh, 11.36 a.m. Pacific Coast time, we will be at that full moon with a lunar eclipse that will go for an hour um, just before and then beyond. So very fascinating that we can get so intricate with uh, these moments based on a calendar. Yet, this is what many of our ancestors did without technology. They followed the lunation of the moon to understand where they are in space. So as I was sitting this morning in meditation, I was like, I've been contemplating a lot. You know, years ago, I went to a conference around, around space meaning astronomical space. And then I've been contemplating some other concepts and theories about our existence based on one moment that I had with an astrophysicist because I wanted to know what was the obsession with rockets (laughs) because we can go there with our consciousness anywhere in the perceptual universe and on this planet so he's he gave me the answer that it was you know kind of the romanticism of taking an old sailboat out to see uh what would be discovered in that process and then he also had led us prior to this conversation to the boundary as he related to the universe and when you feel into the scale of that, which we don't truly have the scale. We're given mathematics and different information, yet having a pretty good skill set with math, I often question sometimes when we get these large numbers and these exact calculations because uh, how do we, how do we get that? You know, if we're doing it on scale. I study architecture and design. I've built things. So I have a lot of questions about some of those things. And the reason I'm sharing this right now is that there's a word that I feel is really important for everyone to contemplate, and it's called entrainment. And when we give ourselves away to the spoken word, just like I'm speaking right now, we are susceptible to be put under the power of suggestion and we are entrained into a concept or a theory or a hypothesis. And for anything to become a law, it takes a lot of checks and balances. And so with my students and my clients, I always encourage them to ask questions, even with my children and my family, ask questions, examine everything from all sides. And sometimes, yeah, it feels good just to believe, you know, that blind faith uh, because we 
maybe find it a little bit too much work to ask questions and to walk around all sides of things. So we quickly adopt something or put our faith and trust in maybe a theological perspective or a scientific perspective. However, in both of those, there aren't absolutes. And so even when we come and celebrate or reflect or sip up the energy of the full moon or the sun or the new moon, these are truly opportunities unique to each and every one of you. There are not collective ideas that one will want to adopt. And this is a very important reason because you're unique. You are an eternal being that matters. And if we adopt what our friend is feeling or thinking, then we are actually potentially creating that entrainment with one another. So, you know, when we look at astronomy and astrology, there is some sound bites that lock us into a perspective. And that is why I encourage everyone just to listen for themselves in these moments and explore. And that's why I want you to sit in and be with the concept of right and left hemispheres northern and southern hemispheres, positive and negative charge, and to really come into a deeper understanding of your resonance, not your friends, not the one that maybe you'll start to feel from me to you during this meditation, but your resonance. And it takes great courage to pull away from all the infeeds, especially the infeeds that come around the moons. And I, I find it interesting that uh, we're inspired to project those on one another. We can share our perceptions, but are we willing to strip away or put ourselves into our own inner landscape to really get clear on how it is reflecting to you. Similar to if you walk in a room and there's about 30 people, certain people will resonate with you and certain people will not. It doesn't mean that you're less than or they are. It's purely about this resonance. So when we go through these cycles, there's different resonance. And I would put this out there for a debate is that if we stop trying to entrain society in one point of view, one belief, one astrological reading, that we would have the opportunity to unlock our eternal wisdom from within, our divinity from within. And then when we're in this ecstatic dance with one another, we're not anticipating the influence of this, that, or the other. Because when people start spouting numbers to me that go beyond what is measurable in this present moment, meaning meaning in the present moment, how would I measure thousands of years? Because every annual solar cycle is different. It's a different amount of space. 
It's, it's measurable based on the revolutions, however we're doing that, in the cycle of our quote-unquote day. So even within that little bit of a wiggle room, which can be quite a lot, <laughs> we can start to maybe conceptualize that if we know in the beginning and in the end that are continually flowing, that all we have is self. And so if we become very adept at understanding how to consciously handle self in the present moment with consciousness and a willingness to weave a future, not only for self, but for others, to the best of our ability. It's kind of like if I'm making you dinner and I feel like, wow, I think everyone would love to have uh, paella. And then I feel into my guests and I feel into the things that they like. And then I'll include the, I don't have to be locked into the traditional paella recipe. I'll include the ingredients that will resonate with them. Because nothing makes me find more joy than cooking for people and meeting the resonance that works for them. That's why Mother Nature gave us all these ingredients to work with. And that's why one size doesn't fit all. So as we're at this transitional moment, I encourage you to really feel into your resonance, really feel into your divinity and how you choose to express that. And I shared this at the end of a book I wrote a while ago. Eventually, I'll get back to uh, publishing a few more works that I have. But at the very end, it's... Uh, or close to the very end, it's, it's an important concept. And it's, I ask and I pose the question, if you all show up as God, the divine, divine love, if every day you practice being that for self and one another, what happens? Things shift rather rapidly, and it's a choice. It's a choice if you want to roll around in your suffering or be locked into entrainment, the power of suggestion, the power of this, that, and the other, or if you want to really listen in to, for yourself. Because as you do, you start to have questions, a lot of questions. And if you, in those moments when you're having questions, going to your highest expression, the phenomena and the grasping and the attachment to suffering will quickly fade away because you're inspired to move with your consciousness and the divinity, the divine love that runs through you with your grace. And even if you stumble, even if you fall, that divinity is right there running through you and available for you to access. And guess what? As a collective cosmic dance that we're doing, a tapestry, if each and every one of us decides to make that effort, many, many, many beautiful things begin to happen. 
So if inspired, as we go into this meditation, I, I welcome you to really feel into your divinity. I welcome you to move beyond the relationship of the divine based on anything other than the relationship with self, just for a brief moment. And see what opens up through the meditation and through the sound. And then on the other side of this, I'll share with you how to create checks and balances between these hemispheres that are in constant collaboration and attunement and balancing within you. So with that being said, I welcome you to come up into an upright seated position, taking a nice deep breath in and exhale out. Again, inhale. And exhale. Good. One more inhale. And exhale. And then gently from there, I welcome each and every one of you to follow your breath. Welcome it to guide you into your inner landscape. Welcome it to interface with your eternal being. And just observe, be. And then I welcome you to go beyond into the nothingness, into the void and receive.
Taking a soft, gentle breath in and out of your physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual being. And then gently, without staying where your presence is, just recline into Shavasana, corpse pose, a.k.a. prone position on your back. Alternatively, you can curl up into the fetal position on the right or left side. And then gently from there, reconnect to your natural breathing pattern. Allow that to be your focal point as you lead into and receive these sound transmissions.
Oh.
Hmm.
Taking a soft, gentle breath into your heart center, gently breathing in. And out. Again, inhale. And exhale. Good. Another one. Inhale. And exhale. And as you continue to follow that breath, I just welcome you to stay where you're at. I welcome you to just be for a moment. And as we close out, uh, before I forget, I want to thank each and every one of you for being here. I want to thank Random Rab, Dante Marino, Kadri Scott, who will exit out with a song called Sunbeam. And as we transition from this moment of receiving and listening and bringing our presence back fully into the physical space that you're in. I want just to encourage you for one, um, to continue to contemplate left and right, yin and yang, northern and southern, east, west, positive and negative charges. And the balance between your inner and outer landscape. See, simply put, it is a choice for each and every one of you to decide what food you want to feed yourself. And how you want to express your divinity. And if you have an aspiration or understanding or feel touched through your faith by the concept of the divine, understand you are not separate from it. So I encourage you to feel it, allow it to hold you and cradle you, just as the expression of nature around us does the same thing. And then for you to have the checks and balances between meditation, prayer, and waking state, dream state, is really important. And as I've mentioned before, and I teach my students and my clients, that we can't get lost in our imagination or our thoughts, and we can't get lost in the mundane. You can if you choose, but I don't recommend it. Because the interface between the two is that cosmic dance. When you go into that void of nothingness where all things exist and do not exist, there's something transferred, and then we can cooperate it. We can see how they relate to one another from one state to the other. And then if we get matching from one state to the other, then that is an indicator that you're on your right path. It's 
kind of like the stars leading this, the boat across the ocean. So rather than get distracted by the external noise, including my own, <laughs> I encourage you just to dive a little deeper into your inner landscape and welcome yourself to excavate things that don't need to be there and really to value your sacredness and all that you have to offer the world around. I know from my own experience when I can harness and fully be an expression of the divine that runs through me, it feels much different than when I'm rolling around in my own suffering. And this is a dance. This is the Leela of life. And it's for each and every one of us to keep practicing if we so do choose. So as we continue on, may each and every one of you be filled with love, joy, and happiness. And may the ever-present calm that is in and around you support you in your
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.